I'd rather go one-on-one I think it would be more fun And I'll get to know you You'll get to know me Welcome everybody, we're back It's Reviewable Anonymous, the podcast Where we review and dissect Chris Gethard's acclaimed podcast Beautiful Stories for Anonymous People I'm your host, Nick Wigella And I'm here with my co-host, Michael Carls Mike, what up? Dude, not much. Uh, well, I've been addicted to board games. <laughs> yes, um, we've been playing that's a, true. We've been playing a lot of board games together. I've bought uh, my first two board games, which have cost me a total of like over $100 for two <laughs> board games. That's Trust how addicted me, I, I am. Um, but I'm very... So, like, that's what's that's what's my life's about right now is board games. Yeah, me and Mike have been... Uh, playing some board games i've been a really big strategy board game fan for a while and mike's uh just learning to love and it all started from Catan, to be honest so anonymous people out there beautiful people out there go play some Catan. let's get on the board game track but before we dive into episode 65 death uh we gotta explain why we didn't post an episode last week well as you guys probably know from if you've listened to our previous podcast and even if you haven't um, we were very open about how we were going to the live taping of Beautiful Anonymous in Ferndale, Michigan. That's right, baby. We went to see Chris Gethard. Yes, and you know what? I th- feel like we just have to explain a little bit of that day. Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, um, where should we start? Just from the show? or from... Let, Let's start when we first pulled up and we were getting oh, into yes. the parking lot. We pulled up. We're in the parking lot, uh... Uh, we're pulling in, waiting to get in, but there's a line, and there's these two other people come in through the street the wrong way, because it's a one-way street, because it's under construction, and I'm like, Mike, no way you can let these people in, and we're looking at the parking lot, there's like, we only see a few spots available, so we're like, no, we gotta get in there, and then we pull forward, and I'm like, holy shit, Mike, that guy looks exactly like Chris Gethard. And I was like, let me look. And I'm like, I'm like staring like very awkwardly like at this guy. And I'm like, no, that's totally Chris Gethard. <laughs> and so we wave him through and he gives us the, you know, the thanks wave. And uh, in the th- he gave us a thumbs up. And uh, Yep, so Ferndale, we're the reason Chris even got to park at this show because we let him go before us. That's right. We're the, we're the <laughs> heroes of the night. Yes, baby. Um... Yeah, but that night was really cool. So we we went we parked. We didn't get to talk to Chris in the parking lot. Um, he scurried in, um, but we did go to a bar to get some beers yep, and some food. The show mm-hmm. tried and to meet up with someone from the uh, Facebook group, uh, but didn't work out. But when we got back into the show, when we actually went back to the show, we actually met up with uh, two people from the beautiful anonymous community Facebook group. And it was destiny that like us going to the show because we got there the doors said that they said doors at eight right so we, we're like oh let's just get there like 750 755 whatever. so we get there no line they're already letting people in we're like wait this is like before eight p eight o'clock yeah so we get in and i'm like oh man it's really it's packed we did not know what to expect but it's packed and we're like dang we're gonna we're not gonna get a seat so we just walk it's just nick and i so we walk down and we realize there's just a table, center stage. Dead center. No one's sitting at it. <laughs> so we got to sit there, and we uh, we met up with the with two 
people from the community. Yeah, we uh, have shout out us. to Heather and shout out to Taylor. Thanks for sitting with us and talking with us. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, had a really good time. I had an amazing time. Um, very, very, very cool time. Heather and Taylor, super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Just love meeting strangers. It's super <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, meeting strangers. Something that I was told never to do. Talk to strangers. <laughs> That's my one of my favorite things to do now. Uh, uh, we can't really. We don't want to spoil anything about our call, but it was interesting. It was interesting. It was funny. Chris made the show great. We got to meet him afterwards. Yeah. Um. He. We. We, he, he knew about our podcast. He hadn't listened to it. He was afraid it was going to be too negative. But we're pretty positive here. We try yeah. to keep it positive. And we let him know. I mean, we're Reviewful Anonymous, but we don't actually give the podcast like a grade or anything. We're just talking about it, and we <laughs> let him know that. And so hopefully, Chris, if you're listening, if you happen to listen to this episode, like, you, you know... Um, Hope you enjoy it. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, well, we this aim is our, to please. Well, yeah, we just had to, to have fun. Continue the conversation. That's right. Uh, one other note: the the comedian that opened for Chris, I forget his name. Uh, mm. I don't know, but he was awesome. And uh, if anyone out there can share his name on these comments, please do and look him up. He was. Uh, I don't. I was dying laughing. He was very, very, very. Yeah, he very was energetic. Yes. So much energy. It was great. All right, but. We're going to have to dive into Beautiful Anonymous episode 65 titled Death. Mike, what do you think of this episode? One of my favorite episodes so far. I, I agree, yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect at first, um, but as the episode, well, really, it, I mean, it was really good right from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting right from the start because you're like, going on right and so but overall like what like as this episode progressed and the entire kind of, i was i this was the episode that this was besides like the first one i listened to first kiss uh-huh. this was the episode since then that i got to listen to i'm like wow it's already been an hour like yeah because you're just learning so much the whole time i know and it just in it and when it was over i was like dang it's already over so then i i li- had to listen to it again and the second listen through was like just as entertaining right yeah so the episode starts with uh well it's first we should say it's it's a, a voicemail episode um so these people obviously called them before and the production team called them back and they got to talk but it starts with a translator talking to chris for a second they just get a little bit of a communication between each other before the translator switches to only saying what uh, a a deaf caller is saying via ASL, which I learned through this episode does not mean age, sex, and location. <laughs> From the the AOL chat room days. Yeah. But yeah, that's how it starts, and um, yeah, it goes. It it was uh the translator though. She was like, amazing. Yeah, because so I for the past four years I've been in a call center. So there's been times when I've received calls with um, people using these services. Oh, oh that's and, cool. And um, my first one ever, like I didn't know how to handle it. I was like, can I give this person the information? How do I tell if that person is in the room? These, you know, like it's very, it's a very weird thing because when you don't deal with it a lot and it, it catches you off guard and you're like, how do I... And like you're, you're you're talking to 
you're you, there's someone on the phone, but uh, you're talking to basically a person in the background of the phone. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a weird phenomenon. Right. Yeah. That I was I was one of the strange things listening to this episode because I'm like, in the beginning, I'm like I'm just picturing a girl, uh, but it's just this girl's voice, and then and I have to keep reminding myself, wait, this isn't the girl, or this isn't the guy that's actually talking. This is just the girl translator's voice that I'm hearing, which uh, through a podcast medium, it's uh it was really hard for my brain to uh, adjust to it not being the person that was voice I was hearing when everything that was being said was from the caller and not the translator. It's hard. It was hard. Right. I would also say this, I, and obviously, um, I, I, this, this girl who's fluent in sign, her, 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 the caller's friend and the caller, they have a good relationship and they, they might, you know, they obviously must talk a lot because you can tell, because like when I feel the calls from random people at my job uh-huh. the communication is not that smooth oh really? like i talk i wait and then i get a response this was very fluent yeah this sell like instantly this was very fluent so i they they but a lot of the time i'm talking to someone who's using a service they have they don't know these people don't know each other very well right they're doing it through like a computer and stuff so oh, it's, so it's, it's more de- delay there's, there's a delay so this was very fluent and very easy to listen to. Yeah. Um, so this caller, one of the surprising things was that this caller is a fan of Beautiful Anonymous, even though uh, he is deaf. Um, which I didn't even know you could. I didn't even know anything about transcribing things like podcasts, especially. I mean, I, obviously, I know about subtitles and like reading other things that are transcribed, but podcasts. I never thought about that because podcasts for me are something I just plug into my head and listen to while I do stuff. I never thought about actually sitting down and reading one. Yeah. Which is a very interesting thing. I mean, I don't know. I, sh- I feel like we should try to read an episode uh, and see what it's like. I, I def- He's going to transcribe episodes moving forward. He already has a few that you can um, read. So I think that's a great idea that you and I should do one night. Is yeah. Just read through an episode and li- first listen to the episode. Mm-hmm. And then read it and see, oh, like... I think we should read it first. And then listen? Yeah, then I think I'll be surprised at how it actually went, if Both right? an epi- I mean, yeah, that, that would be good. Or hopefully it's, it, it sounds exactly like what we read. I'm sure before. it does. I'm sure it does. Oh, well, he, the caller was saying that like he, he has a hard time reading comedy podcasts. Like he said, Comedy Bang Bang, he mentioned. And I can imagine that because comedy depends a lot on like your inflection and your tone of voice and how you're going to like deliver the joke or not. Um, I mean, Beautiful Anonymous does have some comedy aspects to it, but it's not like standard comedy, you know? Like right. I reading think, a stand-up I think comedy the hardest, show would be pretty the, difficult, I think, to yeah. get the jokes. I also think it's it would be funny because I wonder how it would be transcribed when Chris does his like crazy person laugh. Yeah. <laughs> or his like he, he, he like laughs like six different ways in this podcast and I was just picturing in my head every time this girl who's on the phone doing the translating like mimicking the body language of a person that's laughing like yeah. Chris <laughs> because it, it's gotta be it's that's 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 a art form in itself if you can master right, that right. yeah exactly um yeah so the caller uh started off his life um, as just hearing impaired, uh, right? Yeah. Um, well, 
Yeah, it's hard of hearing. Hard of hearing. Hearing impaired is we'll not yeah, that, not a good. Don't use hearing impaired. But hard of hearing. Um, had a hearing aid. Yeah. Up until six uh, years old. Yep. And then um went uh, deaf after that and went to deaf school, which I think think I was trying to think about deaf school, and that sounds like a very quiet place. Bad joke, Nick. <laughs> bad, bad joke. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Uh, but. Uh, so Chris was talking about how there was deaf, uh, deaf kids on his bus and how they were talking, or he thought they were, uh, ASLing about him or potentially ASLing about him and stuff. And that the caller did say that blind or deaf people are very blunt. They are very blunt. Um, and I think the same goes, so like, I, I think I've mentioned in other podcasts, but those who have never listened to us before my fiance's brother is completely blind and oh, he lost he lost know that yeah he lost his vision in middle school so mm -hmm. like 12 or 13 um he's one of the most blunt people i've ever met in my life so i'm not sure if there is a relation between the deaf and blind community in that aspect but that's the first thing i thought of right well i i actually don't know anyone that is deaf or blind so i'm very sheltered in that. I mean, I wouldn't. Well, I my don't know. I my wouldn't. brother, my brother is completely deaf in one ear, and I am fifty percent deaf. I'm like fifty percent in one ear, and like forty percent in another. So oh, yeah, yeah. So that's why I always like people get in my car. I always listen to my music louder than your most music people. Music is loud in your car. Yeah, then most people will listen to it because um, everything that I hear is at a, at a much lower volume. I also, when people are talking to me, and my fiance likes to point this out all the time, and it, it's not selective hearing, when, <laughs> when she says something and I have to say, what? I say, I ask people what they say a lot because if someone's talking lower or they mumble or they're in another room, it's very hard for me to hear them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not... I've never even been tested for my hearing. I feel like I don't hear that well, but I think that's just because I play the drums, or I used to play the drums a lot, and now I need stuff turned up. Like, when I watch TV at night, I have to blast my volume, and my girlfriend, Melissa, hates it. Wears earplugs. Right. <laughs> um, but, um, anyways, so the caller did say, uh, they eventually started talking about uh, things that annoyed like deaf people are like common things that are asked like do you dream in sign language which that's a good question i mean i don't know i don't know any deaf people so how would i know um they do apparently um but it makes sense because what else would you dream in you i know? think the conversations take place with sign language right yeah. right right um and then there was the uh i think he said something very offensive that would uh be said towards a deaf person is saying that you're sorry that they're deaf yeah, for sure. Like you, like you, I'm sorry that you are who you are. <laughs> and not to keep bringing up this, uh, they're just very similar, at least in my head. Maybe I'm arrogant and ignorant in this aspect, but my my uh, future brother-in-law, anytime he mentions that he's blind to someone, and they'll immediately say sorry, and he goes, "What are you sorry about?" Right. He goes, "I if he he literally has told me if he could." If he had the chance to like change it and turn it back, he wouldn't because now he's... Has he always been blind? No, he lost it when he was 12 or 13. Oh, okay, okay. But he said he wouldn't 
go back and change it because at this point now he's grown to love it and he's helping other people that are dealing with the same thing so um it's something that's just part of his life and he's you know accepted that and he's making the most out of it yeah um i wonder what do you think it might be offensive if people ask the question like not towards a deaf or a blind person but just asking it to a person with all the senses um what would you rather be deaf or blind you think that's an offensive question um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't either. Uh, I um, just, but I don't, I don't know. Just, I was thinking about that when I was listening to this part. I always said, uh, to myself that, uh, I would rather be blind than to be deaf because of how much I like music. And, and I stuff. would be the opposite. I'd rather be deaf. I'm already hard of hearing. Um, so I just would, I'm such a visual person. Uh, I, I learn visually I couldn't just not imagine that aspect of my life being gone. Yeah, I yeah I understand. I mean, I think uh, at least immediately, if since we have all of our senses, if we immediately lose one, it's going to be pretty devastating for us. Oh but yeah. Adjusting, I'm sure we would uh, be just fine afterwards. That's right. You know, everything sucks at the beginning, but after you after it's like all you know for your life, you probably fucking love it. You know. Sorry, Sally. Sorry, Sally. That's also a funny thing is oh, he, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the caller um, swore using sign language, which was interpreted over the phone, went on. This was at 23 minutes in about 23 seconds. I remember it because I, <laughs> I looked at it and it, I, it just stuck out to me. So and your birthday is on the 23rd. Yeah, my birthday's on the 23rd. So if you go back to the call around 23, if you start listening about 23 minutes, this, this conversation happens. He says... He swears, and then, like, at 24, almost 25 minutes after he's done talking, he comes back and goes, I'm a mama's boy, and I'm sorry, I tried not to swear, but sorry, Sally. <laughs> and I got a really big kick out of it. I started right. laughing. Yeah, that was funny. Um, and that brings us to the translator. Um, the, or should we say the, the puppet? <laughs> at the end at least she was used as a puppet but uh she agreed to do this while she was blackout drunk which uh i can imagine just being hilarious and she doesn't even remember calling into this show and leaving the voicemail <laughs> yeah uh it's pretty funny because then when i'm sure when the day came when they called back she was like dang i actually have to sit there and do that for an hour yeah yeah you know but I, I'm sure she was happy to do it, seeing how they seem to be pretty good friends. Oh, yeah, they seem to be, <laughs> they seem to be really good. Um, so uh, a lot about, a lot of big part about this episode was talking about how to help the blind or the deaf community. Be I'm confusing like, you with the blindness. I know. Talk. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, keep, I keep saying like, they're, they're not the same thing, but I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, but like adding captions to stuff and like Chris said during the podcast that he was like really bummed that he never had a translator at any of his shows and he's done so many. And uh, I think something like that's probably like a kind of an easier thing to accomplish uh, and more people should do it. I, I never even thought about it though. I was thinking about it and I have no idea about ASL or, you know, interpreters or translators, but... If for like, let's say a beautiful anonymous live taping, if uh-huh. they had two people, one 
basically representing the caller and one representing Chris, basically sitting oh, okay. to the side and having the conversation so you could tell the difference between the two. Right. Because I'm not sure, because it's usually so back and forth, like boom, 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 that I, it might get a little confusing if someone's signing the entire thing and trying to differentiate what Chris is saying, what the caller is saying, but having the two people, I was thinking about that. I have no idea, but that was no. That sounds that sounds like that's like sounds like how they would have to do it. I Mm -hmm. think. I mean, that sounds perfect. But even for, I was thinking it more based on like uh, Chris's comedy shows, uh, or like career suicide. Like just have some, just like you said, but just one person. Right. But I guess with doing the beautiful anonymous, you would have to have two. Good, good mind there, Mike. Um. So moving on. Oh, oh no! Actually, I don't want to move on just yet because uh, I want to talk. Do you watch the show Master of None? I do not. Um, well, the caller did say like the uh, the deaf community is like just now starting to get like more things in like the entertainment world about them and stuff. And Master of None has this episode where they just go through different random lives of people in New York that somehow connect in a very minor way. And one of them happens to be uh, this blind couple going through uh, just a day in their life where they're like, <laughs> well, uh, the girl in it is like pissed at the guy for not having sex enough. So it's it's really funny, <laughs> but it's, I was like, the whole thing is like, you, there's no sound. So it's just really cool to look at or to list, look at and I guess not listen to. Uh, just an experience in that and like they're just they're using ASL and stuff so I think at least I that was like the first thing I've seen on media that I consume about deaf people so that was cool so yeah I can't off the top of my head I can't think of any so it definitely should right. be more prevalent because it is something that I think um, the deaf community misses out on is a lot of the entertainment industry like they were saying I yeah mean, it's probably hard to self-identify with people that aren't deaf you have a kind of a unique life experience right um okay let's move forward oh common <laughs> common thing that people think about deaf people is that they spy on people with their body language and sign language but they don't it turns out yeah they think it's weird to eavesdrop they think it's so weird that our, us uh you know hearing people are able to like use our you know use the ability to hear to eavesdrop on other people right um yeah i've eavesdropped but i i it's it's kind of hard to try to not to sometimes right it's hard for me uh unless someone's talking very loud (laughs) but um i i have been of course i've done it Mm -hmm. um but yeah that that was never a a, when i when i heard the caller was deaf that was or when i've and just talking about deaf people in general, that's never crossed my mind, is like that, because, I don't, it just, that that was Chris's, like, one of his first questions, and it's never crossed my mind. Oh, like, the, that would not have been a question the, I would have answered. Do you think that people might be, like, studying your, or deaf people might be, like, reading your lips or something? Yeah, no, I don't, because I've always known that, cause, like I said, with, with growing up hard of hearing, I've gotten decently good at reading lips because I didn't want the teacher to wear the microphone in school when I was spo- they were supposed to wear a microphone while I was in class. Um, and I was supposed to sit at the front of the classroom, but I didn't want to be singled out like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I, after when I got out of elementary school and into middle school, 
I didn't, my mom didn't make the school aware of this because I didn't want her to. So I could sit like amongst all the other kids in the class and not have to be up towards the front and not have to have the teacher with a microphone. And I got decently good if I was sitting at the back of a classroom at being able to read lips. But oh my God, I even knew this. But I was never, I was never great at it. And it's not something that I expect anyone to be good at. It's most people don't even, when they speak, don't even mouth the words correctly because most people don't even know how to speak correctly <laughs> i don't know how to speak correctly i don't either as you can clearly tell from like listening to right this now i'm looking at you and you barely moved your mouth while you said any of that it would have been impossible to know what you said well um you i like to... to think of reading lips because sometimes you kind of have to even though i am like the worst at it because like you had a really loud concert you can barely hear people and they're screaming next to you and you have to kind of rely on your ability to but but Read in that aspect though, when you're when both people are experiencing the same thing, you you enunciate and and you're saying your words like slower uh, and clearer, yeah, yeah. so you can tell what you're I'm like, saying. I love this band. Yes, but in a normal conversation, your mouth is either moving right. so fast or you're barely moving your mouth at all that it's very hard to distinguish what someone is saying. It has to be in a situation like that where someone is taking the time to enunciate the words. Right, right, yeah. Um, okay, um, let's see. Oh, um, do you listen to other people poo? Here's a funny <laughs> question. Here's a funny thing. Uh, I, ref I refuse to use the restroom if someone else is in a stall right next to mine. Oh, really? So if... What do you mean refuse? Like, so if I walk... So I have to use the bathroom at work. And I walk into the bathroom. And obviously the stalls are... There's the part where you can see people's feet. Yes, because this is America and we're not as private as yes. the rest of the world. So I walk in and there's someone in... There's three stalls. There's someone in the middle stall. I will walk out and I will go try a different floor. Oh, I thought you would just go poop in a urinal. No. No, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, and, and I'm not, like, I refuse, like, I just can't do it, and, I, and, I, and it, my, like, I don't want to hear other people go to the bathroom, because some people are, it's just, it's, it's not enjoyable to listen to, and I know that people can't control it, but I think they can, and they just choose not to, but it's just, it makes my bathroom going experience not fun. I don't. I don't mind hearing somebody else, but I do get self conscious of somebody hearing me. Yeah, I mean, I get self conscious too. Like I'll hold in that fart, you know, when I'm trying to use the restroom. <laughs> like I'll, you know, and I'll like. It's very hard, and it's a, it's, a, it's something that you have to master. And I think I've mastered it pretty well. But yeah, I refuse. I I don't like. I like bathrooms all to myself. So that's why I always use those like unisex ones that are the one person bathrooms. There's no other people that can go in there. If they have that option, I'll use it every time. So yeah. no one else can be in the bathroom with me. All right. Well, um, towards the end of the call, the caller started talking about a girl he had dated. and uh, What sounds, a bitch. Sounds dude. like that girl sucks. <laughs> no, you know what? You know, sorry, Sally, for this next like tirade. <laughs> Fuck this bitch. Wow. She's like the meanest person I've ever met. I've ever heard of. <laughs> like you're dating someone who's deaf. Yeah, but then you're ashamed you met, of it. You met him at a at a charity event for the deaf. You work with the deaf community. 
Right, it's not so like... You're involved in this world. You start dating someone and you're embarrassed to be with them in public. And then on top of it, because he's black and Puerto Rican, which is the first time we're mentioning this, but he's black and Puerto Rican, which is hilarious because the girl is completely a white girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, you're, you're like, I don't want to bring you home to my parents because you're black? Right, like what? What? Why? Why would you even... If that is your stipulations towards dating somebody, which are ridiculous, stupid stipulations because uh, you're racist and uh, I don't know what the other word is, but why would you string this caller along for so long if it's something that's just not going to ever work out? Yeah, five months in and you're like, uh, yeah, so I don't want to talk to you in public because I don't want to sign even though that's what I do for a living and also you're black, so fuck you. Yeah, what? so caller, like Chris said, you are better off. I wish we could dive in more and yell about this uh, relationship you had, but we have to move on to our beautiful anonymous community comments on the page. Uh, we gotta go fast, we're running out of time. So Heather Sam said, love this episode so much, I don't even know where to begin. The guy was so chill, so funny, and seemed really down to earth. His translator was such a good sport, and I feel like she really captured the emotions well. I'm also super pissed at his ex-girlfriend. This is by far my favorite happy episode. All right. We agree. So the next comment is from Ryan Sears. He says, can we get, can we get Sorry Sally and sign on a t-shirt? So, yes. Why not? I, mean, I just bought a Sorry Sally t-shirt, and that part of the call at 23 minutes... Go back and listen to it. 23 minutes. That part of the call, I literally... I remember the timestamp. It's amazing. All right, so from Lexi Stone King, I just started to do transcribing for a website called transcribeme.com. I often felt like I was wasting time at home, so I started with this as I love to type, and it's a good way to make money. You have to pass a test to start, which took me a couple of tries. I really recommend it. Sounds cool. Uh, we should all get out there and start transcribing stuff. We're a community. It should be easy. If you're bored, let's just do it. Yeah, and I would love um, to eventually, or if not right away, transcribe our podcast. Cause yeah. Maybe there's some part of the deaf community that would listen to our podcast and we're just completely ignoring them, right. which is we not are, cool. All right, I will say we will promise we will, even if we have to do it ourselves, transcribe this episode at least. So if the caller happens to be on this community and want to listen to this we'll give we'll give him that option that'd be awesome yeah i definitely agree um the next one's from uh tony bryant uh, i posted this in the other thread but for people wanting to learn asl i recommend the asl app to start there are also tons of other apps and youtube videos and there are often meetup groups to practice i think it'd be really cool um especially for the one fact that my my uh, future brother-in-law, he knows sign language fluently, and he's blind, and he can, you can do it in his hand, and he can know what you're saying. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's very cool. That's awesome. This next comment's from Heather Dantuma, who was the friend that we met at the uh, live taping. She says, such a great episode. I have no connection to the deaf community, but over the years, I've thought about learning ASL. Heather, I also have no connection to the deaf community, and I'm kind of bummed about it. Heather, you are awesome, and thanks for comedy and being part of the community. and Being our new Facebook me. friend. Yeah. 
Uh, Megan Fisk. I love this episode, and I love Beautiful Anonymous. I just started serving as a Peace Corps volunteer in Kazovo and was feeling a bit homesick. Listening made me remember the one th that one of the reasons for joining was to hear other people's stories and have new experiences. Thanks, Geth. Yes, that's, that's like this episode just re reminds me that this is just different stories of everybody that lives on this planet, and it's so cool. Um, okay, uh, from Bethany Matone, this episode flowed so well, which was not what I expected when I heard there was an interpreter on the phone. I was really struck by how easy and fun the back and forth was, and I learned quite a bit, and of course, laughed my ass off. Sorry, Sally. Great call. Yes. Agreed. Like I said, um, do, dealing with ASL over the phone before, this was the smoothest I've ever seen it. All right, so from Eduardo Baskerville, uh, I had to hold back tears and endure a lump in my throat for the first 30 minutes or so. It is incredibly heartwarming to know how inclusive this community really is. This podcast sure lived up to the name, to its name with this call. Thank you for sharing and thank you for bringing new meaning for the to the words. Fart banana potato. <laughs> Fart banana potato, everybody. All right, from Sonia Marks. Love, love, loved this episode. Kudos to the caller for being so open and kind. So thankful for this amazing community. Yep, this community is awesome, guys. Uh, we know it. We all know it. All right, Shauna Nicole. I have a feeling this is going to be one of the only episodes that everyone loved. I haven't seen a negative comment from all I looked through. All right, from Kelsey Sutton. It never ceases to amaze me how Chris tries his hardest to be inclusive and available to everyone. He tackles, at times, complex issues with humor and humility. This podcast has made me feel nothing but amazing from the day I started listening to it. Keep it up. Chris, keep it up. Um, and if you don't keep it up, we're not going to have a podcast to do about it. So come on. Right. Do it for us. Do it for Nick and Mike. I... Yes, this podcast is amazing. So the next comment is from Serena K. Kessel. Guess, I believe you probably have enough volunteers in the community to transcribe episodes for free. Maybe the proceeds could go to a deaf charity instead. I completely agree. Yes, uh, I'm sure we all do this community. Okay, and our final comment of the day and this episode is from Alexis Cook. I thought you were choking on something at the end and thought to myself, Damn, is he going to make it? Yes, at the end, that was the longest uh, Chris laugh ever. He laughed through the bell and uh, towards the very end. And that's for all I can say is at the end of this episode, fart banana potato, shit, shit, shit. I'm Diary. losing control. <laughs> Diarrhea. Yeah, guys, uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, go buy a poster from Chris's website. Um, stay beautiful. Don't stay enough. Kiss me face to face